This is Bobby Guy with the 10-Minute Health BizCast. This is album four, track 11. With us today is Lisa Phillips, who leads the healthcare vertical at Insider Intelligence, a news organization. She's the principal analyst for digital health, and she spends her time analyzing and reporting on the ways technology is transforming healthcare. Before joining Insider Intelligence, she spent nine years as editorial director of Healthcare M&A, and she's a great journalist with a distinguished list of industry engagements. Lisa, thanks for being here. Hey, thank you, Bobby. Thanks for having me. You've been observing and studying healthcare for many years. Tell us about the trends you're most excited about right now. There are so many things going on. I would say one thing that I, I'm really interested in because it, it goes on both sides of the spectrum from direct to consumer or on the B2B side, and that's remote patient monitoring. And the, the I want to say the COVID-19, the pandemic, really forced people to stay inside. And what did they do? They paid attention to themselves. And it became it really became the year of the quantifiable self. And uh, sales of devices like what we know, you know, smartwatches and the Google Fitbit, and, and then Amazon jumps in with its Halo, they're going really strong. Um, they have, there's so many devices on these, it's sensors and so on. With that can do your skin temperature, it can do your pulse, blood oxygen levels, and blood pressure, and so on. Next year, they're expected to have all kinds of like glucose, blood glucose, sugar levels they may be able to monitor, which is is a way for people to find out, you know, if they're getting into a dangerous area or something, and they may go to their doctors and they may get better care, more preventative care. But there's a lot going on on the other side too. From from providers, hospitals are seeing this. They're they're using it themselves now. And in about five years, three or five years, they're thinking it's really going to be. If not, they're not going to be doing as much inpatient monitoring. It will be mostly remote patient monitoring. A good a good number of them think it's just going to be fifty fifty. This is this is having a big impact. And then there's also the insurers, health insurers because of these preventative measures that could, can be taken, are teaming up with hospital systems or other providers. And so how does this change the industry for us and make us better at healthcare? Could you map that out a little bit for us? The one barrier that I see is people who don't want to be part of the quantified self, that they don't want to be using the internet-connected scale and so on. But how do I see that changing? Well, it's going to take a lot of, it may keep a lot more people out of hospitals. I think it's really going to change the way hospitals operate. We've already seen this, or we're seeing it now, that there's more high acuity cases going, you know, presenting in hospitals and emergency rooms. Right now, that's all being blamed on COVID and the fact that people didn't pay attention, you know, they, they delayed care for even their chronic conditions. But I think down the road, more and more people are going to be relying on these, you know, doctors and, and patients are going to be relying on these kind of devices, devices that have been, that their doctor has prescribed and is really using to monitor their health and to try to prevent, you know, a, a sudden crash or, you know, event 
that would land them back in the hospital again. So that's going to really affect a lot of ways healthcare is delivered. The other thing that's happening with remote patient monitoring, it's it's really helped pharma companies continue their clinical trial studies during COVID because it, they're now we're going to decentralized clinical trials where people can stay home. They don't have to be 60 miles away or you know in another state even in order to participate in a trial. And this is helping pharma companies find more people to be in their trials if they can be at home and get the readings to the researchers through remote patient monitoring and these devices. As a journalist, where do you see healthcare being materially different in the next three to five years? It's going to change um, access to healthcare, I'll say, to primary care is going to be way different than what you and I are used to now, where for the most part, you have to call, make an appointment, go to an office, now, obviously, over the last year with the pandemic, we've seen that change an awful lot. Uh, you know, telehealth of necessity was a huge boon to keeping uh, some people connected with their physicians and so on. But now it's we're looking at retail health care, where CVS Health has had its minute clinics in almost 2,000 locations. Now they're rolling out real health hubs, taking away from their retail footprint and putting in real, you know, real care, a care center in a drugstore in certain markets. Um, we have Walmart uh, started with its health hubs. They kind of pulled back. They bought a, a telehealth company called MeMD just this year. So they're, and they're eyeing Amazon, which is rolling out its Amazon care uh, telehealth solutions for for self-insured employers, I'll say. That's not a direct-to-consumer product right now. It could become one. And Walgreens, I mean, I'm just floored that Walgreens has spent $5.2 billion, actually $6.2 billion at this point, to invest in Village MD and actually open primary care clinics staffed by primary care doctors, co-located with its wall, some of most of its Walgreens stores. They're, they're looking to have it over a thousand in the next few years. It's just amazing to me that if you don't have to go to a doctor, you can call one up or you can, you know, depending on the service, you can send, you know, text a message, you can get an audio call. All of that is known as telehealth. I really think that uh, people are going to find that they're not going to be thinking, I have to go to my doctor who's associated with Stanford Health or Northwell Health or whatever. And I can just go to CVS and get my flu shot. I can go to CVS and have a strep test. I can, you know, I can go to Walgreens with my kid and have them check for an ear infection. So I think there's a lot of disruption going on in primary care right now. So Lisa, as we close, I'd love to know from your perspective, if you could change just one thing about how we do healthcare in the U.S., what would it be? This won't be popular, maybe, but I would say I would... What I would change is uh, the whole health insurance system. Um, I'm not saying we need to go to a single payer, but I really think we need uh, a lot more standardization of care. Lisa, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us. 